Hello and welcome to Sell Me On It. I am your host, Zachary Haskins. Uh, this is the show where people come on and tell me what TV shows I would be watching and why I'm a bad person for not watching them to this point. Uh, the concept is each week I'll have a different guest on and they will tell me about a show that they really love, that they feel everyone else should love, um, that people who don't watch it should be watching it, and why they need to, why it's missing in their lives, and why that's so important. So, this week, I am joined by the one and only, my brother, my younger brother, Daniel Haskins. Hello, everybody. Hello, Dr. Dan. There we go. Just waiting (laughs) on it. You didn't have to uh, wait too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knew you'd jump right on that. It's going to be a lot of Simpsons references and a lot of bad jokes today. Oh, too That's many. what I'm hoping for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This the, may kill the show. Yeah. And it's so early in its infancy. We'll be uh, we'll be getting the good jokes, but they'll be like off recording because they'll be in the TV show. Right. Yeah, yeah. We let, let us assure you there will be good jokes made. You're just not going to hear any of them. You're yeah. only going to get the bad ones. Yeah, yeah. It's a scatter <laughs> show. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell me a little bit about yourself, Dan. Uh, well, because I so clearly yeah, have no yeah. idea who you are. I lived with uh, this jerk for a couple of years, and now I'm, you know, living on my own, working at a pool, mm-hmm. watch a whole lot of TV. You had to go into the pool, oh, the rink today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was flooded. The ice is not meant to be flooded. It turns out, and wow. it was also mudded. So it's just flooded and mudded. Flooded all and the, mudded. All the deadets. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's, it was, was it uh, sudden? It was it was sudded after we cleaned it. Okay, it was there was some soap involved. Yep, there were some flowers. They budded. It was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. So, uh, so what are some of the TV shows you like? I, well, you know, I like uh, Venture Bros, Community, Futurama is my all-time favorite. You're of currently course. wearing a Community shirt. I am. Mm. I am. I actually uh, didn't have a good shirt for the show we're talking about. Yeah. No. But uh, not yet. Not yet. I'll, I'll get there. Is there a lot of merchandise for the show? Uh, there's an alright amount. It's mostly like books and stuffed animals and stuff. And, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna dance around it, even though like the title of the show is already in the title of this podcast episode. Yeah. Well, yeah, because the show is all about the mystery. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Building the mystery. Yeah. yeah. So well, that's what this is about. If you haven't actually read the title, the show we'll be talking about is uh, Gravity Falls. Whoa. Yeah. All right. So. I'm very excited to get into it. So tell me a little bit about uh, Gravity Falls. Um, well, I, I figured it's a good show to pick for for this this episode because we are, this episode will be launching in the summer, and it's a very much a summertime show. Yeah. It's also a show about two siblings. Yep. Um, and we're siblings. Yeah, we are siblings. Difference, though, one sibling is a female. And, and also are... Christian Shaw. Yeah. yeah. One of the siblings is Christian Shaw. Yeah, we don't have that going for us. No. 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 Not yet. No. We no. don't have... We got it all. We don't have the Shaw, though. <laughs> <laughs> we have it all, but not the Shaw. No. Oh, so close. Um, That's where we fall. Short. <laughs> and in the end, it didn't even show matter. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's it's a it's a good summertime show, and uh, pretty much it's designed to just take place over the course of an entire summer. Mm-hmm. So it's only two seasons, yeah, forty episodes, half hour or less each. Yeah, and uh, it's just about two kids on their summer vacation. They go to stay with their great uncle Stan, or as they call him, Grunkle Stan. <laughs> uh, now that's because it's the words. 
great and uncle combined. I'm glad you pointed it out because yeah. uh, I did not put that together for <laughs> most of the season. Why do they call him Grunkle? Yeah, it's just his name's Stan or yep. it's Great Uncle. But then it's like, Grunkle. Oh, said it out loud. Oh, Dan, you just wiped out half the universe with that snap. <laughs> Oops. Oh, man. There is so much dust outside. Well, yeah, well I guess we're okay. Uh, yeah, we're fine. I'm though. surprised. That worked out pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and hopefully we didn't wipe out any of the podcast listeners. That's true. We could have wiped out all of them. I can't handle that ratings loss. Because I know I know it was half the world. Yeah, it was. Listening to this, so. It was the other half, though. Okay. Yeah. All right, we're good. We're good. Well, I mean, honestly, it wipes out half the universe. There's a chance that the entire planet's all right, and the other, there's just one planet that's just right. screwed. So, right. Yeah. One planet is going on completely as normal. Yeah, they don't even know what happened. No. They Another like, planet's just gone. They haven't discovered space travel. Nope. Their day is literally just going on the same as, as usual. Yeah, it's like the best day of their lives. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. yeah so one guy found a quarter on the ground. Yeah. Brand new one. <laughs> they have the same... You can read people's minds. <laughs> that should be another show. Yeah, there should be another show. Yeah, that's a good one. Hmm. Dan's just here thinking of other shows that yeah. we could be doing. Yeah, for this. not not talking about Gravity Falls. <laughs> Forget that. So Gravity um, Falls is uh, it's animated, correct? Mm-hmm. It's uh, an animated show on uh, Disney XD. Possibly yeah. the only Disney XD show I've actually watched. The tagline of Disney XD is Disney XD gonna give it to you, right? Yes. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Yeah. It was a bold choice by them, but I respect yeah. them for it. Well, it was originally did it Disney. But they're like, we'll just say XD, so they know it's right. the extra D. It's implied. <laughs> You're supposed to say Disney right. XD. Right. Everyone's it, been saying it wrong for years. Yeah. Just like the new FX network is FX X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about shows with special effects. On at the letter X. Yes. Yeah. 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 Every single episode of every single show on FX X yeah. has some sort of effects in the background on the letter X. Yeah. You got to look carefully, but it's there. It's hard to look past all the non-special effects, but it's there. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. But people put a lot of work into this, and they want people to be looking for it. Yeah. So if you haven't noticed it, you're a bad person. Yeah, yeah. It's They try to make it stand out. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's a show on Disney XD. Um, two seasons. Two seasons. And that is by choice, correct? By choice, yeah. The creator was actually like, he didn't want to go past... Uh, pretty much their creative peak they just he wanted to end on high note mm-hmm. um sense for this summer vacation to just go endlessly because that's that's not summer it's kind of short but sweet right it just it's, it represents the season and so it's it's like a good show to watch in the summer but it's also mm-hmm. a great show for uh like october and halloween season because there's some spookiness there's some spookiness Whoa. it gets pretty spooky as it goes uh, i can't handle shows that are too spooky so it's uh yeah it's like goosebumps if you know it wasn't extremely cheesy <laughs> it's still cheesy but it's like kind of self-aware goosebumps i don't know if i don't know if they were aware of what they were doing yeah no i first of all why did they cast jack black i don't know yeah i don't know he's when when is the sequel coming out for a yeah. second, because I mean, I've heard it's on in the in the works. Are they actually doing a second one? They are. Oh, They're doing a second okay. Goosebumps at oh. some point, possibly oh. this year. Whoa! So look for that in October. All right. But um, yeah, Gravity Falls. Uh, it's cool because it's very representative of like a summer vacation as a kid. Mm-hmm. You just have like these 
days that seem like they're just going to start out very normal and then all of a sudden they can just span into crazy adventures. Of course, the show, it's crazier than reality, but like... Right. When you're a kid, like, really anything could happen and some days, like, crazy stuff happened out of nowhere. It sounds like it's, like, representative of, like, the higher imagination yeah. of children. Yeah, yeah. and it's, uh, it's actually based on the creator's childhood. Whoa. Like, it's based on him and his sis- his twin sister. Yeah. And, like, I think his great uncle's, like, his grandpa... There's this Their worker. last name is Peaks, right? Yes. The Twin Peaks? Yeah, yeah, the Twin Peaks. They're Pines. Come <laughs> oh, on, Zach. Damn. <laughs> I knew it was tree-related. Tree yeah, Twin Pines. They branched out in another direction. And <laughs> yeah, we should just leave this joke. Yeah. yeah. I think the audience is going to be split over how funny that actually is. Yeah. I think they're going to be analyzing it, trying to get to the root of it. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's... uh think like there was one character zeus based on like his college roommate um oh cool so he just drew a lot of inspiration from his childhood he was roommates with a god well the son of a god because his roommate was named uh jesus or jesus oh yeah whoa but he changed the character's name to zeus and he upgraded him a little bit okay and from son of god to just god of gods jesus evolved yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus evolved. Jesus evolved into Zeus. I gave him a, a stone and he, he evolved. Yeah. That's, it wasn't left, an Everstone. They left that out of uh, out of the Bible for some reason. Yeah, it was in there. It, yeah. If you notice one of the pages, it skips from like page 401 to 403. Yeah. That was on page 402. Somebody ripped it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because 402, you rearrange letters. It's 420. They can't be having that. <laughs> no, they can't. <laughs> they all that, they left page four twenty in though. Yeah, it was weird. It would have been too obvious if they ripped that one out. Well, did they know they hired someone who was dyslexic to rip out that page, <laughs> <laughs> and he mixed it up. Little known fact about the book industry is that yep. they hire professional professionals to rip out pages without doing background checks to see if they're <laughs> dyslexic. Pat uh, had that job. Yeah, Pat would have that. Um, so who are, who are some of your favorite characters? I mean, I I love Mabel. Of Zeus, uh, there's these two cops who they're they start out pretty regular, but like as the show goes on, which is one of the cool things about the show, they're like it keeps going on. Their relation, yeah, it just goes on until you realize, oh, it's only two seasons. Yeah, and then um, and then the credits roll. Yeah, um, there's these two cops, and they just absolutely love each other, and it just mm. takes you so it just takes you back like their relationship because it's just so strong yeah and they just love each other so much oh boy and it's it's hilarious and it's all these little side characters that they just sprinkle in and like they'll forget about them and then it'll be like oh wow that person's just fantastic Mm -hmm. and the characters will build from episode to episode they'll learn lessons and like it'll actually take effect like things like you can watch the show out of order, but if you're watching it in order, you appreciate it more because the characters do grow, mm-hmm. they develop. It's cool to see that in a kid's show. Yeah. Um, it is something that is is often forgotten about. Yeah, like, there's an ongoing story, and it does, like, these, where it does each episode where it kind of is standalone if you want to watch it alone, mm-hmm. but it always has that hint of something larger going on, and that's kind of, like, why I like it. It's, like... A lot of my favorite shows like Community and Futurama where you can rewatch it because each time you'll pick up on something different and mm-hmm. this show is all about like hiding stuff in the background like 
Ooh. It'll have little crypts like in the opening credits. There's like the Konami code and stuff like oh, that. Really? Yeah, and they have like ciphers at the end of the credits. So if you Whoa. figure it out, have a secret message. Yeah. Um, they'll do jokes to like previous episodes, and they'll even like reference future episodes. So Whoa. it's like. Yeah. That is not something you would expect out of a kid's show. No, no, yeah. not at all. So um, you'll pick up on these references watching it a second time and mm-hmm. you'll be like, oh, wow, they did that. I can't believe they actually uh, put that in there. And it makes it just highly rewatchable because you can either casually watch it, enjoy it, it's broad enough, it's, it's mm-hmm. funny enough where it just stands on its own. But then if you pay attention, you'll pick up on all these little things that the creators put in. It's an important balance to establish in shows like that, uh, the ability for it to be watched by young kids. Because we, I, oh, yeah. working at a toy store, I used to have kids come in all the time, like going crazy for Gra- Gravity Falls. Oh yeah, absolutely. Figures, and then not really having an idea what it is. So having a show like that, where like kids can enjoy it and adults can enjoy it too. Yeah. Because it just seems like it's peppered with stuff that would completely go over our kids' heads. Oh, absolutely. There is um. One episode I didn't pick for today, but I was very heavily considering it. Mm-hmm. It's all just like a love letter reference to like Street Fighter and the Arcade Fighters. Oh, nice. And it's like pretty much Ryu comes to life and yeah. there's like great wordplay and stuff in that. That's the cool thing about like animated shows, specifically like kids animated shows right now. Yeah. Is it seems like the writers and the creators of it and the artists behind them are people that grew up watching the same stuff yeah. that we did having the same sort of appreciation so like arcade cabinets and like 80s music and 90s music oh, yeah. and, and same sort of the stuff that we grew up with they find it just as important as we do so they're gonna treat it just as we did yeah and it seems like almost they like grew up with really crazy cool shows like they grew up with like transformers and stuff so like they kind of understand but like they understand like kids could take some of the like kind of a little more, more mature like jokes yeah. and whatnot you can like have a series ongoing story and in mm-hmm. a kid's show and they'll like it so they're like there are a lot more of those shows popping up again regular show is another one like that where yeah. it's just like filled with like 80s like hair metal ballads yeah, yeah. like it's fantastic it, it'll go like completely over a kid's head but like they'll still enjoy it because it's done well enough and that i think that's the key is to do it well enough and that is the key this the creator of this show he just loves mysteries so he's always looking to keep the re um viewer invested um is this a character in the show mr ease no oh mr ease no but there's a mystery shack oh yeah whoa and is uh, it when he was on the lakers or the heat <laughs> or was it when he was a, a wizard what you talking about i'm talking about shack shut your mouth <laughs> oh sorry we did that out of sequence um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's he's wanted to make like kind of like x-files for kids and i think he, he nailed it accomplished it um there's even things like the main villain of the show which i won't get too much into mm-hmm. but you you kind of know him just working at toy vol he's this little triangle guy bill? yeah bill cypher yeah what he did is pretty much in almost every episode he did like a little picture of him or like a triangle shape to kind of like indicate like this bad guy, he's always watching. Like, mm-hmm. it might he's be. He's a Watu. He's a he's a Watu. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Or Except, is he all of us? Because we're the watchers. Yeah. 
Huh? Are we the villains? Are of the we show? Stanley? I don't know. <laughs> it might be because uh, yeah, he's so he wants his presence always known. Like he's always there, and it's like you really have to look to right. find it. Like even in the episode we're gonna watch today, like it's really well hidden, but it's there. And he's like, there. Yeah, he's okay. he really tried to hide stuff and. Like, some mysteries, it's like, oh, they'll never find it. And then a day later, the fan base is so dedicated, they found it. Yeah. Like, oh, man, he's... I like that Guardians of the Galaxy 1 Easter egg. Yeah. Which is still been yet to be unearthed, right? Yeah, yeah. There's still one that hasn't been revealed, which I don't know if that's true. Someone somewhere has to He just wants people it. to keep watching that movie over yeah. and over and over. Yeah. There's no end game in that. What he should do, if he wants Disney to rehire him, he'll just be like, all right, everybody get your shit together. Mm-hmm. If you get me rehired, I'll reveal what the Easter egg is, and I mean, whoa! Then everyone would just yep. step it up in second gear. I mean, that's I know it. there's already people trying to do that, but yeah. if he wants to get it done, that's even the way to more do pitchforks it. will come out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so set up the uh, the episode we're gonna be watching a little bit. So the episode we're gonna be watching a little bit. It's uh, called the Time Traveler's Pig. Okay. Uh, I should also mention a lot of the episode titles are puns or plays play on words and stuff like that now this is a play on babe the pig in the city right? yes yeah yes okay the classic babe too yeah <laughs> um, so this is the introduction of one of the best characters in the show waddles the pig Ooh. um well it's one of the reasons i picked this episode i picked this episode waddles because he's good for <laughs> <laughs> That worked. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Oh, man. So, you picked him? He's, he's introduced yeah. here? He's introduced here. He's fantastic. Everybody loves Waddles. Um, yeah. But this episode, it kind of represents all the different dynamics going on in the show. Mm-hmm. As a lot of the side characters, it doesn't have those two cops, unfortunately. Uh. Uh, but it has, like, Mabel's little rivalry, the relationship to Dipper and this girl he likes, Wendy. Mm-hmm. Uh wendy and robbie who robbie is tj miller playing tj miller um tj miller playing tj miller it's very very unheard of but if you ever wanted to see tj miller be tj you know the guy (laughs) that i just said yeah yeah Yeah. um so you're saying about uh stan oh yeah yeah so you got you got grunkle stan he's voiced by the series creator and he's just always trying to scam like he's he finds one of those famous scam scams yeah yeah so he's got this carnival going scan scam revolution <laughs> there's action well we'll get to that but okay. uh yeah uh he's in it for the love of the scam i don't think he's even making any money off of this carnival he just wants to screw with people that's just the type of character he is really uh yeah he's he's fantastic and uh yeah like i said voiced by the series creator um who is actually younger than the actors who play the kids which is kind of weird really yeah yeah okay yep but he just plays a great grumpy old man who just does not care he's practicing it for years probably oh yeah yeah he's a lot of people's favorites he's excellent um (laughs) so yeah Uh, so what else do you like about this episode oh well it's um it's cool because it kind of fully represents the series in that it's got a lot of neat little easter eggs it references past episodes it has hints during the summer 
What do you What do you mean? There's, you said it's filled with Easter eggs. Yeah. Are these kids just really bad at finding these eggs? Listen, this show breaks all the rules. There's an episode where they have Summerween, which is just Halloween in the summer. Whoa. So if you're gonna make jokes like that, don't be surprised when there's an Easter episode. <laughs> this is like the Santa Claus Three, where all the holidays just came together. I don't know if that reference is accurate. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to say that's the plot of Santa Claus 3. The best, just... the best of the trilogy. I didn't even know there was a first and second one. On... Nope. It's that 3 I thought was just a stylistic choice. It's the same thing I said with 7. Like I didn't realize they made 6 movies before that. Yeah. And yet, there we are with and the 7th movie. Now they're finally starting to connect it with Ocean's 8 to you know, 11, 12, right. and 13. It's right. about time. It is about time? It's about time, yeah. Whoa. Speaking of time, this episode has a lot of time travel in it. Yes, right? there's so much time travel, uh, which leads to them, they like go back to past episodes, so that makes it a little clear, like, oh, this show likes to reference its previous episodes, at least likes to have story that continues from episode to episode, mm. but just such a cool, wacky adventure that you can just enjoy it on its own without mm. having seen these episodes. and. You kind of you get the concept. It's very easy to pick up because again, it's a kid show. Kid show, with a it complex idea like time travel. Yeah, that just works because it's very well written. Uh, so obviously, Christian Shaw, big name. Yeah, one of the lead characters. Are there any other actors or actresses that show up to lend their voice talents to this show? There is a whole lot. Um, yeah. pre, you're get if you look at the like cast we list, about the, the middles. Yeah, T.J. Mills. The T.J. Mills classic. He makes quite a few appearances. You got J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Uh, he's in it. James Adomian. Uh, One of my favorite people. Weird Al is in it at some point. Yeah. Yeah. A uh, whole lot of people that you get. Uh, big names like Coolio and Larry King. <laughs> really. Uh, wow. Pulling out the big hits there. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of demand for. It. Uh, Coolio and Larry King. There's a lot of crossover between those. Yeah. If you were to look at that Venn diagram, it would be almost a perfect circle. I sometimes get them confused. Yeah. Just looking at a picture of them. I'm like, well, they are pretty much one and the same. I think they've done every single one of their projects together. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> almost, almost certain. The Cool King project, <laughs> as they call it. Yeah. Um, now, is there any sort of like animated crossover with this show? Or? Um, I could see why you think that because um justin Roiland, as i said he's in this episode um playing yeah voicing the morty character and there's actually a point in one of the episodes i think it's towards the end of the first season um because this one i think it's like episode eight so this is this is down the line but they uh down the line down the line love isn't always Um, yeah, there's. So he voices the character. He voices the character, but the connections run deeper. Um, because Justin Roiland actually worked on Alex Sersh's previous project, Fish Hooks, mm-hmm. uh, I believe it was called. Um, it was, and yeah, he was on that. And then I. Th- you can I th- feel us both fighting to make a joke about that. It's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> that show. it's, it's so tough. It's so tough. Um. <laughs> It's gonna keep swimming forward. Just keep swimming. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, but a show ha- that's like heavy in time travel and yeah, it's wacky good. adventures. Yeah, it, it makes sense for it to be like like Uncle Stan's like a almost PG version of Rick, wow. except he's 
He's a genius in his own right. He's not like scientific or anything like, like that. Street smart. He's street smart. He Although, he beats people up with brass knuckles. That does happen in an episode. Doesn't um, happen in enough kid shows. No, no. He's he's gruff, but he knows how to work a scam. And Stan there's knows how to work a scam. That's that's the man. Scam yeah. scammy to Stan. Scamly. Old man scam Stan. He at one point he. Uh, some like a pencil and like a mug get sucked into a portal mm-hmm. and something else and then there's actually i think in the first episode of rick and morty those objects fly out of the portal so it's like kind of connecting them there's Whoa. like i think a couple other easter eggs but that's like the big one mm-hmm. where they're kind of connected and i think they're they're purposely trying to do that because they i could totally see the cast of gravity fall showing up in rick and morty and it is a kid's show, so it would just be like almost horrifying for them. Like I almost, I feel like Grunkle Stan could work with it, no problem. But he might excel there. Yeah, he, he that might be his true home. Yeah, where he can just be the terrible person that he and is. And it's like the kids and Jerry come back and are like happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think uh, I think that could work pretty well. Uh, I'm not sure if the target audience would be completely there as you got a Disney XD show. And yeah. Rick and Morty, it's... Well, I mean, one's on Disney XD, one's on Cartoon Network, kind of. Yeah, so... After Hours Cartoon Network. Maybe it'll work. Yeah. I could see it happening down the line. Well, you were saying, like, the first time you... uh, When was the first time you watched an episode of this? Uh, so it was... I had read an article, um... I, I read an article and it said, like, oh, they're ending it after two seasons, but it's, like, the creator's choice... Yeah, yeah, and they kind of hyped up the show a little bit. I'm like, that seems pretty interesting. Maybe I'll check it out. Just happened that night. It was playing at like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, I might as well check this out. Put it on. And uh, first thing that blew me away was the theme song. It's just... That's a good theme song. Oh, it's it's one of the best theme songs. Just perfectly represents the whole show. Yeah. It's got like... It's just got that like upbeatness, that joyfulness. Encapsulates it like a my pet gerbil from sixth grade. Yeah, yeah. Raised it underground. Exactly. That was a Tamagotchi. Oh. Yeah. I loved it just as much. You just covered it in fur and called it a gerbil. <laughs> it's not the same thing. It stayed in that ball. <laughs> well, yeah, it couldn't move. Yeah. It could have yeah, gotten yeah. out. Good old Tommy Wiseau, the gerbil. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know who Tommy Wiseau was. You, you were ahead of the game. Yeah, I was way ahead of it. I think there's a lawsuit to be made there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a. I shouldn't have clapped there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. That was just an audio mark. Yeah, yeah. Just mark that down. Yeah. So it's it's just a fantastic theme song. Just it, It's got enough mystery to it. I don't know. You just have to hear it and you're like, okay, I see what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That is what I imagine. Uh, kids X-Files to be. Yeah. Well, I am in the mood to hear this theme song and watch this episode, so uh, what do you say we go watch some episode? Well, let's get right to it. Watch some Gravity Falls and see if I am sold on it. We will be right back after the break.
welcome back to Sell Me On It. I'm your host, Zachary, joined by... I'm your guest, Dan Haskins. I'm your guest, Dan Haskins. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, no problem. So we watched, we just watched an episode of Gravity Falls called The, the Time, Time Traveler's Pig. Yep. A play on Babe Pig in the City. That's the one. Yep. Yep. No other movie. Can't think of one. Nope. It's weird that they changed the title so much. Yeah. But you they still get the it. They important that... part of it, and that's the important part of this episode, was the pig. Yes. The pig was the key to everything. Clearly that was the center of the whole episode, was just the fact that there was a pig in the episode. Yeah. And everybody loved the pig. <laughs> everybody loves Raymond. And the and the, the Everybody Loves Raymond pig was in the big city. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's favorite character in Everybody Loves Raymond was not Raymond, it was the pig. Yeah. And if you don't remember the pig from everybody's name, uh, Love Raymond, it's probably because you didn't watch the show. Yeah. Yeah, you really... And if you watch the show and you don't remember it, are you really a true fan? Yeah, because, I mean, that was, like, in the title sequence, the pig was there. Yeah? Yeah. It might have been uh, his brother. Pig Nataro. <laughs> Shout out, Pig Nataro. Uh, so, let's get into it. Uh, right off the bat, the, the theme song... You were so right about that. Yep. Uh, yeah. Very catchy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was tapping my foot along to it immediately. Oh yeah, it's uh, uh, it just it's so upbeat, so so great. It just really just captures the essence of the show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it really just sets the tone for the entire thing. Yeah. Um, and just filled it, it when you said like a PG version of Rick and Morty. That's immediately what I thought of. Like. Oh yeah. Similar sort of just like riddled with like scenes that could be from episodes, could not be from episodes, and just wild like out there adventures. There's like them examining a footprint inside of a larger footprint. Yeah. Like all sorts of stuff like that. And it's it's really cool. Yeah, um, it's it's fantastic. And like the I completely forgot like the rest of the soundtrack just carries it too. Like after, once you get out of that yeah. opening credits, it just keeps going. Like Yeah. It's it, it captures summer it captures mystery it just it's great it knows exactly what it's doing it has like a very particular theme that it's going for and everything that it does builds towards that yeah and it's it's was not something i was expecting out of a show like this oh yeah yeah it's it's like i said it's i won't have had interest on it unless i had saw that like some someone was praising it because it's a disney xd show yeah i have no interest in that right but uh, it's it goes a little bit deeper than that. It's Absolutely, I, I was when I say I was laughing, I, I don't think I went more than a minute without laughing. Oh yeah, in yeah. that episode, uh, and there was so much to catch in there, like little things like uh, the cops, which we'll we'll get into like where they came into play a little bit. The future cops, uh, their names were Lolf and Dungren. Yes, and uh, <laughs> actually their character design looks a little bit similar to Universal Soldier. It did look a little bit like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, good good catch on that one. Yeah. Um, but just subtle little jokes like that. Um, there's a, a, a point when the girl that he's interested in... Um, uh, Wendy. Wendy is yeah. reading a magazine called Indie Fuzz Magazine, and it looks like somebody who somebody who looks exactly like me is on the cover of it yep <laughs> this, this guy with like a flannel shirt and like a uh, big beard so oh, yeah. definitely related well with that yeah they do a, a lot of background humor um mm-hmm. in fact like she'd say like delicious and hold up the corn dog to make it like the question yep uh when he sees 
like kind of him losing her type thing and seeing the heart-shaped balloon pop in the backgrounds yeah Yeah. like they like to sprinkle stuff into the background that amp like kind of enhances the scene almost yeah and they like it's something that like i feel the simpsons really uh were known for is kind of like little jokes that you have to look for in the background or the foreground like the signs in the simpsons are always like if they're setting the scene and they're at church you have to read what's on the church board sign of course there's going to be some sort of silly joke and this seems like the same sort of thing um uh i I wrote down one of them um it was the heart balloon in the background was really funny um yeah i forget what it was oh uh dunkle your grunk Dunkle your grunkle. Yeah. Is is pretty great. Yeah. Dunkle uh, your grunkle. The corn dog. Uh, yeah. The tunnel of love and corn dogs. <laughs> the tunnel of love and corn dogs. Yeah. So the this episode, I guess we should like describe it a little bit. I um, think so. Uh, it's set at a fair. Uh, yeah. In the middle of the woods, and it's a cheap fair put together by Grunkle Stan. Yeah. Formerly the location of a costume shop. Formerly, as we <laughs> find out later in the episode. Yeah. Which was, I think, one of the better jokes because. It, the unexpected humor is fantastic and i think like not like family guy unexpected no. humor which kind of like outst- like overstays its welcome after yeah. a few viewings this one it's just like the sweet spot of random un- unexpectedness and yeah. like the in that one they encountered this time traveling character uh voiced by justin roiland who looks like a combination of uh, Captain Underpants and one of the kids next door. Yeah, if that makes sense. Um, the kid with the glasses. Yep. Yeah. Um, but he was really good, and and really is just. It, it took me a little bit. I thought so. It's it didn't click with me at first, even though you told me beforehand it was Justin Roiland. Yeah. I was like, who is this? I thought it might have been Bobby Moynihan for a little bit. Who I'm surprised. I don't think he's in the show, Bobby yeah. Moynihan. I think the first time I even heard uh, Justin Roiland talk on Rick and Morty, yeah. I assumed it was Bobby Moynihan because yeah. they have kind of similar voices. That's true. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, as soon as it, once it clicks with him, it's very obvious that it's him. Yeah. Um, but he comes from the future and then has a time traveling device, very unique, one that I had not seen before. Yeah, it's a cool design. Yep. It is a, uh, it's a, a tape measure and then you pull it out the length of time that you want to go back. Yeah. And then you click the top and you go back however far. Um, or forward. Or you forward. Can do forward yeah. as, we, as we find out yeah. through this episode. Um, he, to prove that he's a time traveler, goes back in time and reappears. But at first, he's wearing the most nondescript thing imaginable. It turns out to yeah. be like a camo. Yeah, camo he's suit. trying to be bland. Like his name is Blendon Blandon. Like <laughs> he's trying not to stand out. And he's wearing a camo suit, but it doesn't. Doesn't change his, his head. yeah it doesn't yeah, change no, his head or his hands just his body very very silly very like ineffective him. and that's actually how they worked in references to future episodes because he's flipping through his settings yeah. and you see like images and they're all from like future episodes oh wow yeah wow that's that's really cool yeah um he goes back in time he and he appears like in what looks like renaissance garb yeah and then he makes the joke like uh they're like blown away by how far back he went. He's like, "Yeah, I went back like 15 years. What was it?" And I went back 15 years, and there used to be a costume shop right here. <laughs> yeah, it was a, a very, very smart humor. I, I like that yeah. sort of stuff. Very yeah. silly. 
Um, so we're, we're describing the plot and we get sidetracked. I mean, that's going to happen. Yeah. I, I, like, there's just so much that I want to talk about. And it was, it was one episode, yeah. Yeah. Packed a lot into it. It really did. It was like... Uh, it was like I was leaving for vacation and I'd forgotten to pack and just yeah. packing a lot in there. Uh, the names of the characters I really enjoyed. Uh, Pacifica. Uh, uh, full name, which they didn't say in this episode, is Pacifica Northwest. Oh. Uh, little play on uh, Hannah Montana, if you couldn't guess. Oh, really? Yep. <laughs> I thought they were going on like uh, Kanye West. Oh, I mean, kind of. She has that kind of attitude about yeah. her. I think she's kind of a fuse of those obnoxious musician types. She's the rival of uh, Mabel. Of Mabel. Yeah. And Mabel is like exactly what I would want from a Christian Shaw character, where like elements of uh, her character from Bob's Burgers. Yep. Um, just like gets to say silly lines and, and yeah. just obsessing over a pig, and it was just. She's the, the perfect amount of innocent mm-hmm. in, the, in the show. Um, and yeah, it's it, polar opposite to Pacifica, who's just yeah. this jerk, obnoxious, rich girl. Right. Got her click following her everywhere. Uh, it's just, it's it's good combo. Yeah, Christian Shaw plays a good Christian Shaw character. Yeah. Um, a DJ good Christian Hill. girl. Yeah, a good Christian girl. <laughs> Um, and and so that from there, like once we get introduced to the, the time to uh, traveling, or but I guess before. Yeah, before because they're they're kind of at the fair searching and uh, Dipper. He's got this crush on this older girl Wendy. She's like the cool kid. Yeah. Wants to really impress her, so he's trying to win her a prize. That's, that's a, a duck or a or like a, a. You can't tell what it is. Yeah, it's, it's a duck it's or a or panda something or something. Oh, a panda or a duck. Yeah. You can't tell if it's a panda or a duck. It's they, like the weirdest thing. Keep going back to that joke. Uh, so he has to like win a carnival game where he has throws a baseball at bottles and tries to knock them over, uh, and knocks it over. But then the ball bounces back, hits her in the eye, or he misses the first time. Yeah. Gives her a black eye. Yeah. Goes to fetch ice, and then shenanigans occur. We're introduced to T.J. Miller's character. Just the douchiest. So like, it's not. I wouldn't say it's just T.J. Miller playing T.J. Miller. It's T.J. Uh, Miller playing Hot Topic. Oh, yeah. Like, peak 2000s T.J. Miller. Yeah. He's, like, wearing all black. He's got the tight jeans on. Yeah. Um, reeks, he's reeks of a gallon of Axe body spray, apparently. Apparently. That would absolutely make sense. It seems like he just didn't shower that morning, put yeah. some Axe body spray, is wearing his jeans from the day before because... Those jeans are too tight to take off. Oh yeah, especially now at the end of the episode. That was one of his pride, like his most proud points that he had was his, how tight his jeans were. They're very tight, and now Until, they're even tighter. Yeah. Uh, as at the end of the episode, he goes crashing into a precariously placed bucket of hot water that says <laughs> hot water. <laughs> yeah, no idea why it's there, but <laughs> it's another thing of the perfect amount of ridiculous. It was yeah. like, oh, that was so good. And just hits his pants and they shrink. Everyone laughs at him. Instantaneous shrinkage of of the pants. Yeah, um, significant shrinkage. <laughs> yeah, uh, they just cut into an episode of Seinfeld right in the middle of it. Yeah, it was that. it was weird. Um, Fell out of place. Yeah, and then it goes on to play the whole rest of that season of seinfeld which was weird yeah we I, were we were watching this episode for a very long time yeah we've been gone for two weeks yeah it's it's um very enjoyable oh absolutely not something you usually see in a, a kid show no no but but i mean i feel like more kid shows should pepper in 90 sitcoms yeah right in the middle of episodes yeah 
it's a risk, but it's a risk worth taking. It kind of played off of the time travel theme. Yes. Except they only they didn't yes, go did. too too far back, but just far enough. Just far enough. Yeah. Yep. Um, I I mentioned Seinfeld in the last episode too. That's it's like Simpsons and Seinfeld. I feel like are gonna constantly come up on this show. It's the S's. It's <laughs> any show that starts with the letter S. I'm probably gonna mention it. Sesame Street. You're next. Uh, the time travel jokes were fantastic. Oh, there were numerous. Uh, there was a string of them right in the middle where uh, uh, Mabel was talking about like what she would do with yeah the time travel device and her first idea is travel back in time and get dodos and make them make out oh yeah <laughs> it's uh, like why but yeah of yeah. course of course that's just her character uh and then after so like after uh dipper uh forces his arch rival and uh, his crush yeah to get together inadvertently he travels back in time and mabel goes up to win her pig again how she wins the pig is you have to guess the weight the weight of the pig is or the name of the pig is old 15 poundy yep <laughs> and uh so she guesses 15 pounds obviously she walks right up that second time says the pig's 15 pounds yes i am a witch yep. uh and then <laughs> the guy running the booth lights a torch and said down to heart time to run up a mob (laughs) and that's that's a place to the dark humor you were talking about yeah just a little bit of it perfect amount yep and the mob actually does show up they do they run right before they travel back in time you see the mob and it's they got pitchforks they got torches it's great yep that was amazing um so then they travel too far back in time and to uh the olden times well zipper says they, they go back into when it's just the woods and then they get uh, trampled by a herd of buffalo right before that he says uh when are we and then mabel goes actually you mean when are we and it's like awesome yep yep both Uh, made the joke the oregon trail oh yeah segment the entire part of that oh yeah you got you got one guy just going dysentery who wants dysentery it's just a jug of water (laughs) and uh the, the like mother's name fertilia another great name oh yeah fertilia so good so good like another one that like it's gonna go over kids heads but it's just it's so funny and she of course has a ton of kids and like she just didn't like someone's like oh these two new kids must have come out fertilia and like no one questions it because it's just that's her she's just popping out so kids so often that anytime like eight or nine it was something like that yeah they were just gotta appear out of the blue and uh Mabel showing off all of her future tech. Yep, uh, teaching them high fives. Yes, yeah. and so and and then we of course have like uh, a montage of them running through various ages, trying yeah. to get back to their regular timeline. And actually, they're uh, they're traveling through previous episodes. Previous episodes. I yeah. thought so because it it seems like it seems like there were characters in there that I should have recognized. Obviously, yeah. I'm not going to oh, yeah. not watch the show. But um. And, and if, they're leaving little bits of themselves yeah. in each, each one. So I was wondering, dude, it kind of got answered in like the credits scene. Yeah. Um, I was w- trying to figure out like if those little things like pop up in those episodes. You actually you see them and you see Blend and Brandon in the background of those episodes. The cleaning up. So afterwards? in the very first episode, he's in it. Yeah. And this is episode nine, and oh, you can see. This is like Futurama Niffler stuff, right? Yeah, here. you can see him sprinkled through in the backgrounds of different episodes, picking up 
yeah. cleaning up the time anomalies and it's like he's there so when you watch that first step when you watch the episode the first time you just have you see this like this captain underpants looking guy in yeah. just like a basic jumpsuit picking and up stuff in the background you, you might no not idea. even see him like he's he's in the background but that's true now you look for him and it's like oh hey it was it was the show definitely kept my attention the entire time because as you said there's stuff going on in the background all the time so i was trying yeah. to catch all those little references and yeah and and see anything that stands out it's a mix of visual humor and you know actual like vocal like it's, it's a, a perfect culmination of it all like they they're like there's nothing left uh it, it nothing left undone like they really want yeah every single thing to be attended any anywhere that they can fit in a joke i guess it, is where i'm trying to go oh absolutely they, put it in there. they it's just filled with humor it's filled with charm and it's the type of show where you could half-heartedly watch and still enjoy and then if you could invest your full intention and love it as well it works both ways mm-hmm. um great to have on in the background but they just it's got its own kind of unique style that makes it stand out and yeah it, it captures that kind of summer feel too yeah because it's they're at a carnival that's like such a summer thing to do just really go to did. a carnival and, and, and like trying to impress the older girl winning her a prize and then like ultimately seeing her go off with like the jerk of a of a yeah pimple faced yeah and then tj miller the sister winning like a pig it could have been anything that she wanted just being so excited having the time for oh yeah yeah like yeah and and the pig like is like the perfect play off of her yeah like it's she just says the most ridiculous thing and then like the pig will oink and you're just like in tears immediately after <laughs> yep yep uh, they're such a good duo and that's kind of one of the reasons i had to show you this episode to start because all the episodes beforehand really just great but this is the introduction of waddles he's okay. such a crucial character i can see why now and this is like i don't i don't feel like there's any real central driving character everyone kind of plays like a little role but each role is equally important oh yeah um like I'm assuming each character gets a, gets a chance to shine in various episodes. Yeah. But uh, no one really stands out above anyone else. Like, I can't think of anyone that I... Like, everyone I kind of loved. Everyone had, like, a moment that I laughed at. And yeah. And that was really, really funny. Um, I just thought of one of the best episodes that happens in the future. Uh, it's, it's like a Trials of Horror type episode. Ooh. And one of the segments is Waddles, the pig. He becomes super intelligent, <laughs> and he's voiced by Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> so you have oh, yes. super intelligent Neil deGrasse Tyson Waddles, and it's it's so good. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, that reminded me of like another like little favorite part from the tri- time travel, the like giant laser eye laser <laughs> shooting babies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's and so uh, that comes back. Really? The time travel elements, Blend and Brandon, Time Baby, yeah. all comes back into play. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. I wouldn't yeah. I, I it I was worried that this might have just been a one off, but it's good to hear that they come back because those were oh, yeah. really, really funny. A parts. lot of elements to the show come back, like any creatures they encounter, really anything in the show has a chance of coming back. Like this mm-hmm. show is not gonna be like one and done and forget entirely about like each episode does have its significance and will come into play. That's great. Later, and it's, it's awesome to see. So, I would recommend this show for people that like that like Rick, uh, Rick and Morty, but this seems like has 
uh, more consequences and has like an end game in sight with it only being two seasons. Oh yeah. And it's definitely like a toned down version of it, but uh, the jokes are there. Uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. The ridiculousness is there. Um, and uh, really, it's, it's an all ages show. If like you just want to watch a show and laugh, like oh, yeah. check this one out and for sure. It's again, it's two seasons, twenty minute episodes. Oh, so yeah. like, if you just want something quick to binge, it's perfect for that because yeah. it's they're not long, very short. And like, it, as you were saying, I felt like I I was glued the entire time, but I felt like I could have walked away and come back and like jumped back in and still been laughing, still having a good time with the yeah. show. Yeah. So. Very, very much a binge-worthy show. Um, the angry gnome at the end mm-hmm. in the credits. I hope he comes back into play. The angry gnome. Uh, the the one looking. Brandon Blandin, like. He's encounters. from the first episode. He's from the first episode. And the okay. gnomes come back multiple times. So. Oh. Yeah. Gnome sweet gnome. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, they're quite the personality. And, like, uh, a lot of shows don't always start out strong, but this one... It does get better as it as it goes, but it still starts out very strong. Mm-hmm. Like the gnomes, they're they're hilarious, just fantastic. So. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I have to say I really enjoyed that. Um, thank you for showing that. Uh, no problem. It's fun watching it again. Yeah. Okay. So, how many times have you have you watched this show? This show, I've probably seen it probably like two or three times. I haven't seen it as many because it's more of a recent show that I watched. Right. I remember you only started watching it a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they don't really do reruns on TV anymore, but now it's it's on Hulu, so I am oh, watching... to mention. Yeah, watching yeah. this episode again, I'm like, well, maybe I'll just marathon it on Hulu. Yeah. No commercials, just fly right through. No commercials, no mercy. Because it's, uh, it's really good, and it's quick, it's hilarious. I could have it on in the background while I'm doing other stuff and just laugh hysterically mm-hmm. or pay attention it's just that type of show yeah so. no matter what you want to do no matter what you're looking for if you're looking for something lighthearted, it has that if you're looking for something with like it seems like a solid storyline it has that it has like all sorts of great payoff yeah um, yeah just a, a great show I, I highly highly recommend it so uh i would say i'm sold on it all right. You have successfully sold me on it. Yeah. Uh, your prize kit is in the mail. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, you got the right address, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but if I like, it doesn't show up. It's not my fault. Yeah. Yeah. But it is a. Uh... I can take Costas, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't. He went with like what is widely considered to be like one of the great, probably the greatest show of the new millennium. Yeah, but. That's, that's critically acclaimed. That's you it. you went out and you were like, I'm gonna try something a little different. Yeah. And you did a great job with it. Yeah. I I like the challenge. I know that's not Costa's uh the most extreme challenge. Yeah, yeah. He's he doesn't like to strain himself too much, so yeah. we could do the entire podcast of just tearing apart Costa. But. <laughs> it's a different show. That's a different, a different show. show. Yeah. And it wouldn't have as as much a wide appeal i feel like the the core audience would really enjoy it yeah but podcaster <laughs> i am podcaster <laughs> galactic overlord of the airwaves uh yeah that'd yeah. be fun <laughs> well so keep an eye out for that one yep um yep. so is there anything you would like to plug 
uh, any of my upcoming appearances on the show. Who knows when they'll be? Yeah, keep an eye out for them. Um, I'm we'll sure I'll be back. back. Yeah. I've got a list of shows I want to go through. Yeah. Um, and some of them I like even more than this show. It's just this show's a great summer show, and it's still technically summer, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Depending on when you're listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. You could be listening to this in a nuclear winter, for all I know. Which it could be. If this is what you're choosing after an atomic war, thank you. Uh, I hope we are uh, taking your mind off whatever horrible outcome just happened. Um, and, I, I mean, I, I'm kind of impressed you still have, like, Wi-Fi signal. I mean, hopefully this isn't the only thing they can listen to. Oh. Otherwise, they're going to hate us. Or maybe I, they'll worship us. It's like that episode of How I Met Your Mother where all they can listen to is 500 Miles. Oh, yeah. So, like, it'll come around. Yeah. Like, they're, like, maybe this certain point, they're at the point where, like, I'm so sick of this. But they'll come it'll back around. It'll, yeah. Yeah. It'll win them back over. And we'll talk about all these different TV shows, and it'll feel like you're watching them. So, I mean. Right. It's the best. It's the best you got. So. I mean, the best way to watch TV is to physically watch TV. Yeah. The second best way to watch TV is to listen on a podcast. Listen on a this podcast, podcast specifically. A very amateur podcast. Yeah. Uh, uh, from two strangers. Yep. Maybe. I I hope so. Yep. But we're experts in the industry. Yeah. 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 We've we've by heard this it. point by this by this like atomic winter yeah. where we have to be experts in the industry i'm sure our our names are everywhere yeah yeah we were the cause <laughs> oops oh, sorry about that yeah it's all those people listening to podcasts on their atomic radios it just yeah it's too much yeah 2019 brought around atomic radios and it was just all downhill from there yep we're calling it now <laughs> another thing the simpsons does yeah very accurately <laughs> Uh, all right well dan thank you again thank you once again for being on uh, i look forward to having you back on i look forward to it too it'll be a lot of fun yeah. it was fun this time and uh, i look forward to uh thank you to all the listeners for tuning in and uh leave us a comment on any of our social media pages uh rate and subscribe and do all that stuff that you're supposed to do with podcasts to support them tell your friends tell your family uh and uh, tune in next week when we have more guests on and I watch more TV and talk about it. Okay, thanks. Bye.